You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiła Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. Welcome to Deeply Connected with Ludmila Woodruff. And today I would love for all of us to celebrate successful uber-independent women. It is you. You have come so far in your life, your business, your career, through resilience, hard work, and always being on. And you deserve to be celebrated. And also at the same time, I want you to really enter the conversation about what is this costing you to be always achieving more and being kind of disconnected from other parts of your life. So let's talk about that. If you wake up and you feel anxious or lonely or immediately your brain goes into your to-do list and you feel like there is no time to breathe, you might be operating from this overwhelmed state because there is always so much more to do. And nothing wrong with achieving your goals in your business or your businesses or your career. All of my clients really enjoy what they do. And at the same time, what is happening in my sessions lately is that when we are healing the super successful woman, she starts wondering what it would look like to have more space, what it would feel like to have ability to breathe and what it would feel like to experience more pleasure and playfulness. If your pleasure is zero outside of work, it's something we really need to look at. Or at least I invite you to be curious about that. Because this is what I see with a lot of us. You are good at what you do. You are good at what you do. You know how to create businesses that create a lot of impact and wealth. You are amazing at your career and everybody admires you. But your anxiety is like your normal. I had a client on a session tell me, Ludmila, you are telling me that I don't have to be in a constant state of anxiety. I thought that this is it. I thought that this is normal. I thought that this is what drives me. Yes, it drives you, but that's a complete trauma response. You don't have to be all the time in this fight-flight state where if you take a break, you think it's not productive. And this is what I see a lot with successful women. We do some healing and then I hear, Lumiwa, I have this crazy thought. I would love to work less, but I don't know. Who will I be if I stop working? I am so good at this and work and business feel safe because I know what I'm doing. I have skills. But connection and emotional vulnerability, that's a different set of skills. And it requires you to be in a different flow than when you are at work. So when I have these conversations with you, I hear this desire for a lot of women to slow down. I know you are not there yet because you think your way of operating is the right way to, to be. And it's okay. I don't say it is wrong, but I want you to just... Ask yourself, if I had more time 
and I could access more pleasure and I would have thriving relationships, would I still be doing and working as much as I am today? It's just a very interesting question to ask. So in one of my sessions, my client says, I've been working like a workhorse on full steam for decades. And now I have my child coming. It's not the first child, but with the first child, when she delivered, guess what happened? She came home and she had to do what? Work like a workhorse. There was no time to enjoy this piece of mothering and motherhood and welcoming this baby home. She had to go full steam back to her business that she's running with her husband. So when she hired me, she was highly anxious, but also highly controlling <laughs> and pushing, the one pushing and demanding from her husband a lot because he's also her business partner. As we were healing the parts of her that created the success, she realized that with the next child, when she wants to come home, she wants to feel calm. She doesn't want to be rushed. She doesn't want to feel any urgency. And guess what happened? It was uncomfortable because who am I if I'm not my work? And who am I if I'm not my achievements? Who am I if I'm not my business and the money that I'm making? And it took us some weeks to really sit and play with the ideas of that it is safe and that she has value without work. So many of us have been tricked that our value is when we work like a workhorse. And also we feel amazing about that because we are good at it. So with your next projects, your next sale, you are celebrating yourself and good for you. But imagine if we take away all of this and you have all the space and you can go on a trip to your favorite place and have three weeks off and just be with yourself. How would that even feel? I don't even know if you can imagine that because there is always more, more, more and you have to be productive. And another thing that is happening I see so often is that we start operating in our relationships like, like a boss. We start bossing around our husbands and our partners or the men we are dating. We are telling them what to do constantly. We are telling them that they are too slow because as an uber successful woman, you don't know slow. You only know fast, urgent, and now. <laughs> and the faster, the better. And the bigger, the better. Listen, I hear from women, why are men so slow? Literally, the men that they love. The clients that are dating someone and are like in a relationship, they love this man and why is he so slow? Why can't he operate on the same energy level that I do? Or if we are married, we have so many things that we can say to our partners and our husbands that they are not enough, that we are unhappy. We treat them like employees. I literally had to tell one of my clients with all the love for you, because her husband was on a call, he is not working for you. He is your partner. And when we start emasculating men like that, guess what happens? Nothing happens in the bedroom, number one. Nothing happens romantically. And the man is literally now item 20 on your list. I was just at the event in the last month and this elderly gentleman started talking to me. And um, we had a conversation and he told me, you know, when you work with women, please have the conversation about the fact that when we date and we ask them to marry us, uh, we feel like number one for them. We are the most important person. 
and we take care of them financially, or it's not because I take care of you, you have to take care of me, but I want to give to you as a woman in many different ways. One of them is also financial. But what happens is when the kids come, and even before kids sometimes, what happens is when we are already in the safe space and timeline of the relationship, I'm no longer number one. Everything, even a dog, is more important than me. How sad is that? It's really sad because I know that men want the connection as much as you want the connection. We just don't know how to go around it and about it in a right way. And so when you wake up in the morning next to your partner and all you can think about is the next thing to do and your to-do list and what he's not doing enough of and how he didn't pay attention to you, I will tell you that most often it's not him. It's just us being disconnected from this feminine side of ourselves as women because for decades now we were told that we need to operate as men so we can take care of ourselves financially. And we need to be equal with men. And that means work as hard, work as hard as men, and also compete with men, and also speak straightforward in a masculine way towards men who are trying to create romantic relationships with. As fabulous as the success feels, I know that underneath, if you would slow down, there is so much more to explore. And I see so many more women right now being in this phase of shifting. I think we are shifting in the society because I hear more often women saying, the more I hear, the less ambitious I am. The more I heal, the more time I want to have for travel and pleasure and the people that matter and creating memories and experiencing is experiences instead of hustling and working 24 seven. This is becoming more normal. Why is it becoming more normal? Because like with everything in a society, when there is a change in the value system and when women were not in a workforce and then we were invited and we earned the place to go and work and make our own money, we kind of went from not working to working like men. And now I think we as women are trying to figure out how we can be mothers, how can we be wives, and how can we be not exhausted so we can have sex and pleasure and have fun with our girlfriends and go on a trip and go to a museum and explore the jazz cafes if that's what we want to do. But when you are tapped out, because when you come from work, that's it, and now... That's it. What's left? Nothing. Only the, again, the same programming that you bring from work or your business, telling your husband what to do and wearing the pants in a relationship. And what happens, what I see when, when, when women like you work with me, what happens is when they learn to slow down. And guess what? I had to slow down myself as well because I was a force. I was, a, and I'm still a force but now it's more balanced. So when women like you come and work with me and they start softening, they start slowing down, there is still this powerful and resilient uh, hair. It's not that we are deleting those parts of you, but we know how to balance between when is the moment to go hard and when is the moment to go more in a flow and be more open and take the armor down of you constantly protecting yourself by working more. Working more is not going to create more connection for you. So 
when they when the women do that, they are noticing that I want to have fun in my life. I want other parts of my life to thrive as well. And I know in this fast-paced culture, you say, I don't want to be cooking. I'm just going to the takeout. But cooking, playing an instrument, dancing, for many of us, it's the way we connect to our feminine, to our softer side, our, our um, side of being really a woman. Because women are not men. Let's, let's get something straight here. If you are, I am not a man. And I, when I work and we have two kids, I want to be able to lean on my husband. I want to be able to know that he's there, he has my back and I can count on him. I don't want to be pushing it on my own. And you know what is so crazy? I will tell you. I heard a very successful woman say, um, she has a business and she literally could delegate so many things, but she's so proud of herself and she's sharing on social media. I am doing this all on my own. I have X amount of money and I'm doing this all on my own. And I thought to myself, wow, is this what we are celebrating now? We are celebrating that you having kids doing it all on your own in your business where you can delegate things because you do have money, you still are trying to prove yourself that you are worthy in some way. So we are going to celebrate that you're going to spend even more time working instead of having more time for fun and pleasure and maybe creating finally the relationship you desire and having more time without pressure with your kids and your family, your father, your mother, your, your cousins, like relationships matter. And so when I hear that and I hear a lot of women applauding that, I wonder, did we lose our mind? I don't want to be doing this on my own. And a lot of my clients don't want to do it on their own either anymore. Have we lost our minds where we are standing there and pouncing ourselves on our chest like, I'm doing it all on my own, I need an award? No, I think we need to celebrate the understanding of successful women that we are ready to let go of the pressure and of the responses within ourselves that think if we don't do more, we are not deserving. And we don't know how relaxation even looks like. Like, I want to celebrate women who are now deciding to claim that, that they are worthy of saying no, that we don't have to do it alone, that we can be supported and rely on men in our life even on our friends. You don't have to, can you hang up the chandelier? 100% you can, you will figure this out, you are capable, but do you want to? Or can you call a friend if you don't have a boyfriend or a husband? Men are more than happy to help. So what are we doing and what are we celebrating where all of us are in constant anxiety and a state that is driving us to more disconnection and bossing men around and demanding and never enough. It's never enough. So imagine what would be possible if you knew that this is not the state you have to be in. If you decide to still work and grow your business, go for it. But I really, really encourage you to find ways. How can I make it more pleasurable for myself? Because if you go to work or your business and you just do it because you have to, but you really don't because you've created a lot of success. My question is like, why are we doing this? 
at this level of pressure at 18 hours a day for years and years and years and years. And then your body is literally shutting down on you. Yeah? And anxiety is there knocking. And you are completely disconnected. You think you need to work more. That's why I need to watch my, my episode on anxiety. We just think, let me push harder. Let me push harder. You know, I had another client and when, when she started working with me, accolades were the most important thing for her. I have so many accolades. Let me show you. And nothing about this is wrong. Celebrate yourself. But then when she started her process of really understanding herself, she was offered an amazing opportunity professionally. And to surprise of her boss, she said no. And he even asked like, are you sure this is an amazing opportunity for you? Like everybody will know your name. This is <laughs> one in a lifetime. And she said, no, no, because already with the responsibilities I have, I had to learn how to make space for play dates with my girlfriends and how to go on a trip and how to make time for my family and how to make time to go to a concert and listen to music without the constant stress and constant pressure that I need to be up and going again. And there was no space for me as a woman. And so there is a shift happening. So as a high achiever, if you wake up and you look at your husband and there is no desire, there's no connection, all you do is just to-do list, jump out of bed and barely survive for the first few hours to kind of push, or you just push yourself. Slowing down is hard. Being still is literally impossible for you. Doing something that's unproductive because it's just fun. It's, it's not allowed in your calendar, then it's time to really sit with yourself and notice why is it so that being still with myself is challenging? Why am I trying to escape this by doing more? What am I literally chasing? Why is it allowing myself to have time off and be unproductive, so uncomfortable and undeserving? But I see women choosing themselves over and over. I see it. I have clients who are CFOs and they decide I'm going to stay home and some still decide to work, but they make an adjustment, an arrangement that they don't see their kids only once a week. Cause I would have clients that would work so hard. They would see their kids only on Saturday and Sunday, if possible, because work, work, work. So how can you still go after your goals when your relationships are not suffering? where your pleasure is not sacrificed and when you don't feel like you are spinning the wheels in a chase for something that is nowhere to be found. So slowing down, slowing down might feel like, are you crazy? I have so much to do. You should see my list. But yeah, slowing down. Find one thing, find one thing that would bring you pleasure. Is it maybe a cooking Italian, Pasta from scratch, just on a weekend with some nice jazz music playing in the background and having some nice flowers fresh from the, from the store and making up the table to feel luxurious. You know, I'm, I'm from Europe and there is this, in Europe we have, especially in France, we have this, and Italy, um, all those countries uh, that are more, uh, how do you say it, with warm climates, but also uh, day of luxury, luxury, luxury of life. Um, 
they appreciate every day. So they don't wait for the biggest win. The women there, they dress up every day. They do their hair as much as possible. They go on dates and they create those moments when they go for tea. They don't go just to Starbucks to get something fast, but they literally will go and have a nice cup of tea in a porcelain cup and it makes them feel luxurious. We know how to slow down. I don't say it's better or worse, but what I'm saying, what can we learn from different cultures and approaches, how we as women can have luxurious experiences without sacrificing them? and sacrificing the life that we want in pursuit of the next achievement that we have on our goal list. So notice, is it worth it? Is it worth sacrificing your relationships? I hear from single women, I don't have time. You don't have time, you don't have kids, you have work and you don't have time to date. It's not that you don't have time. You are petrified of putting yourself out there because work feels great and you are being recognize for it. But when you go to a dating scene and you are with the man, you have no idea how to stay calm. You start fixing, avoiding, or you are being anxious and everything feels so out of control. So it's not the time for you if you are single. It's just understanding that this is uncomfortable and it's a completely different skill to create connection. And if you are in a relationship, stop Stop treating him like a next project because that's what I hear. I don't know why he's so slow. I'm like, maybe you need to slow down. Maybe it's a mirror to you. Why am I constantly so fast? Maybe he knows how to enjoy his life a little bit more than you. And by the way, he's not on your, on your schedule, by the way, because I hear it from a woman, it needs to happen this fast and this is what he needs to do and he needs to be catching up. He's a human being. He's not a product. We are not dealing with products when we are in relationships. So as a high achiever, if you are in a relationship getting ready to get married or you are already married, I need you to check in. How am I treating my man? Do I give him orders or do I inspire him? Do you know how to inspire a man? Very often high achievers don't know how to do that. I will tell you, one of my clients came to me she was managing her man. He had timelines. <laughs> Expectations were high. And he was not feeling it. And he would tell her. And she would feel just more and more angry because this is what needs to happen for me to feel happy. Completely disregarding him. And when she slowed down and when she learned to trust and lean back and see him as a person, but also be open to to just seeing him as he is and seeing where she wants to jump in all the time, when she created that space and she inspired him instead of nagging him, he became more motivated than ever. He started to rise to the man that he already was and she couldn't see. So ladies, let's celebrate you. But also let's notice where it's really taking a toll on you. I had a lot, I have a lot, almost every of my client cries in the first sessions. And when they cry, they say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be crying. This is so weak. This, I'm so embarrassed. This is so uncomfortable. That's how deeply disconnected we are from our hearts. And so I will tell you, it is okay to cry. It is necessary and it's required. 
It's okay to cry and it's okay to be held in that space and feel like nothing is wrong with you. And when you, and when you are held in that space and you can become just curious, how would it be if my work wasn't like the main thing to make me feel great? Like my work would be my work, but then I would have a full life outside of my work. How would that feel? How would that feel if I wake up in the morning and I want to have sex with my husband because I'm just so on fire? Or how would I feel if I lean back in my dating and I just le allow the man to lead me? Allow him to lead me. What would happen? How would it, how would it even feel like? So bring the curiosity while you celebrate yourself. And I want you to know that you can decide not to be in an anxious state every day. And you can decide to explore different options of being a woman in business, in your career, in your romantic life, and in all your relationships. You don't have to be the one always pushing and leading. You can open up to receiving. And let us all be deeply connected to ourselves and those around us. Thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel, heal, and connect again. My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. Please share this with other women in your life. It is time we share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodruff.com and I will see you next week. Thank you.